0: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy, Hello. the email marketing heroes. Today on the email marketing show, we're talking about how you can build your email list by giving presentations and talks.
1: Whether it's online or in person, there are amazing opportunities to get in front of other people's audiences and connect with them. But the question is, how do you get them onto your email list without feeling all weird and icky?
0: Now, this podcast doesn't just come to an end abruptly. We don't need to feel all alone with your questions. So come and hang out in our free Facebook group. Share what you're working on. Get stuck into the training and resources that we've got over there as well. Just hurl open a web browser, type in robandkennedy.group and you'll go straight over to the Facebook group.
1: So he can't even stand the smell of tequila after a night out in Kos where he drank 23 shots of it. It's hypnotist Robert Temple.
0: And he's the one who pushes the buttons and makes all of the sounds for the podcast. It's mind reader, Kennedy.
1: Kennedy can
0: get your head. So
1: how how ill were you after all that tequila?
0: I yeah, couldn't stand for about three days. I was doing my show out there. I had to cancel the next three days worth of shows. Like, it was bad.
1: Now... Helping course creators, coaches and membership site owners make email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favour with harder hitting, higher converting, psychology driven email marketing.
0: Mm. So we all want different ways and new ways and more ways of building our list and getting new subscribers onto our list. And actually, this is one of our favorites. Like this is one of the ones that not only we do the most because we enjoy because it works the most. We actually do it the most because we really enjoy doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and
1: what you want to remember is maybe you're thinking. Well, I don't really go to events and stuff like that. Don't worry about that. This is like if you do a guest appearance on someone's Facebook Live, or you're in their Facebook group, or you do an Instagram takeover, or you're on their YouTube channel, you're on their podcast. Like, wherever you you might be doing a... Tra- One of the things we do a lot with Response Suite, our, our survey of, uh, software, is we do a lot of guest trainings inside of other people's membership sites and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that's where you heard about us in the first place. And you'll know that... That's a really good way of getting in front of really highly qualified people is by being in other people's paid membership sites and giving training and expertise away or you might be on stage, or you might be at a virtual conference. Like, it's literally whenever you are in front of somebody else's tribe, audience, group, whatever, There are what you don't want to do is, because we've all seen them, is be like, yeah, so uh, the answer to your question is basically joinmylist.com. And and then when you do joinmylist.com, it's going to be great, because you'll be on mylist.com.
0: And you'll be able to buy myproducts.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So you want to do it slick. You want to do it nuanced. You want to do it with a bit of pizzazz, right? The first thing, the first thing.
0: I'm a a firm believer that, that you know, time spent creating content is never a waste of time. And that's even more true if that content is going to go in somebody else's platform or somebody else's program or in front of somebody else's audience. Because that means they're exposing your expertise and your authority and your everything to a whole new group of people. Some of whom will never have come across you before. And that means that you can bring them into your world.
1: We fast, do it a lot. Like fast. Fast. And you know, I mean, we do it a lot. And the reason we do, I mean, we must... I mean, it's sometimes we're doing like five of these a week. Sometimes. I mean, not not always. But there, are, there have been occasions when we've done it five times a week. Because it's that valuable to us. Because they're, you're not only being brought in front of their crowd, but you're being brought in almost like on a pedestal. Almost like, I've brought this person in or these people in because they're an expert. And because they're already being... The, the audience already trusts the expert whose world they're in. And then for that expert to say, I trust this other person, you're borrowing that QDOS. And that's something we talked a lot about in our, in one of our programs, actually, Remote Control Persuasion. We talked about borrowing kudos from people. But So that's where this is really, really powerful. But the big thing you do have to do is really, I mean, it sounds really basic, but you have to just remember that when you're putting your presentation together, that your primary goal is, is to move people towards your email list. So you have to structure your entire presentation, your talk, your training, toward that one goal of of doing everything you can to get people on your list. And I don't mean telling them where to go to join your list over and over again, then there are several steps that you need to map out in order for somebody to join your list. One is they need to think you've got something to say. Two, they need to think that they want to have that information that you've got. So you've got to build up a design, a, d- a desire to actually, to actually want that thing. So for us, we, when we talk and we do presentations, we want people to go, well, I like that person. All those people. So that's good. That's the first thing. They want to be in our world. Secondly, I want to know more of the stuff they know. Because if you don't have those two elements, there's no point in them joining your list. So they're not right. going to join your list, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, the content, the training, the presentation that you give has to be valuable in its own right. That doesn't mean that you can just set them up for all the stuff you could teach them. And then the only way to get that is to join your list. This is definitely a thing where you want to upgrade people from what you give them on the presentation to be able to get more access from you later. It's not, oh, wow, everything that they talked about knowing sounds brilliant. Now I'll have to join their list in order for me to know it. It's literally, wow, I've learned so much from the thing they've just given me. And now I want more. Like I, I want to hear more. I want to continue receiving information and content from them
1: a really good and a really good idea on this is if you've taught a structure or a few or something like that You could give them examples or you could give them a visual of the framework. This is great if you get interviewed on a lot of podcasts like Rob and I do. It's really good to say, now I realise that might be difficult to follow along completely. You've got the basic idea, but if you want the actual map of exactly how this campaign or whatever works, we've popped it online for you over at and then we'll tell them where to go. So taking things which are like visual is a really good thing to do, giving them an, like a, like a some more examples, or copy and paste things, or templates, or checklists, and cheat sheets, so basically, it helps them to implement what you've taught, which they can do, and it's complete, as you just said, Rob, right, It's it's got to be complete, what you teach, it can't be, oh, and that's in the thing you've got to download from me, none of that old-fashioned shenanigans, that doesn't work, but what the what this content upgrade that we're talking about here, for them to go and check out and, and join your list for, it has to be something that makes it faster or easier for them to do what, you're, what, what you've shared with them. So they've got to be able to do it already, but you're going to speed it up. You're going to make a copy and paste. You're going to be able to make it easier by they can visualize it or they can fill in the blank. So it's going to be faster because you're giving them the template. So think about what can I do... To, when I'm being interviewed or when given that presentation, to make it so that it's easier and faster for these people in the room to do it. And if you do that, you come from, and I'm going to go into mad mindset mode now, you will not come from a place of desperately forcing people towards your list, but you'll come from a place when you're delivering your call to action, wherever they're going to go and join your list, from a place of being helpful and serving the room rather than of having held back on them in the first place. You cannot, it's really important, you must not come across as having held back on people because they hate that. And they're like, oh, well, they didn't really, we've all been on those ch- trainings where we're like, well, it was all just to get me on their list. No, no. It needs to be complete information and, oh, he made it so much easier for me to implement that thing. Thank God they give us that template. Thank God I got that cheat sheet. Thank God I got that whatever it's going to be. So it does have to be an upgrade that makes it faster or easier for them to actually implement what you're taught.
0: One of the things you can do here is you can piggyback off the fact you're speaking at somebody else's platform. When that's the case, you can, you can piggyback on that in order to shortcut this a little bit. One of the things we've seen work really well recently, not just for us, but for some people who've done some training for us is actually to do the list building bit at the start of their presentation. and the first time I ever saw this, I thought, wow, that's a really interesting idea. Will it work? And it actually does. And the idea for that is to say "Look, I've got this worksheet thing, this workbook that's going to help you to follow through with this presentation. So in other words, I'm going to be teaching this stuff. The stuff's going to be on the slides, but listen, if you want to get this and actually fill in the boxes as you're going, just go over to here, you can go and grab it and I'll I'll just send it straight to your email uh, and then you'll be able to do it. And that's actually worked really, really well. So you can actually give them a worksheet or an activity that's going to help them to work through the training and you can give it to them at the beginning and Actually, because you're on somebody else's platform, that shortcuts a lot of the kind of the, the authority building bit that you have to do. That they're they're kind of endorsing the fact that you're there and speaking for them. And so that can work really, really well.
1: And one of the things, of course, at the beginning of the presentation, some people that are a bit skeptical, like Rob and I sit in the audience of these events and go, Yeah, yeah, I'll see if I want your your dirty cheat sheet, I'll have a look at that in a second, depending on if you're any good or not. So you probably want to leave the URL or however however they access that, and we'll talk about methods of doing that in a moment, but however they're going to access that on the screen throughout. So at the point that the person goes, oh, actually, yeah, this I, I do like you enough to give you my email address, or um, this is more complex and this would be easier if I had the worksheet, or everybody else in the room seems to be filling in this worksheet on their phone. I've got, a, I've, got, I've got a bit of FOMO going on, I'm now ready to engage with that. So you probably want to announce it at the beginning and do it as a helpful thing, how hey, you can fill it in and get results at the end of it and all that sort of stuff. As we go, here's the URL and then leave it on the screen. So URLs are one way of letting people access the information. So that's the first one, a really easy vanity URL. You don't want it to be robinkennedy.com slash presentation slash your event slash January 2025. No, no one's ever going to type all that stuff in, never mind remember it. Typing it in, typos, big fat big fat thumbs like mine, never going to make it to the end of that. Make it a vanity URL. So, and just, have, if you're not speaking at loads of these things, just have one and say, this is only going to be available today because tomorrow it'll be tomorrow's. So you can just have getrobinkendysnotes.com or whatever. You could just come <laughs> with a single vanity URL that they can go to and make it as short as possible. Less digits to type. Okay.
0: There's some really good um, what sort of platforms that are software platforms that enable you to create your own personalized short links. This is one thing you might want to do is if you just, I know that if I'm not going to endorse any of them particularly because I haven't used them, but if you just Google uh, personalized short link builder, there's a few bits of software SaaS platforms where you can literally buy a short domain. So we could have RobinKennedy.to or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we'd stick that up pointing it to this bit of software, you can just log in and really, really easily and they're super, super cheap. So again, I've heard they're very good. I don't know which ones are particularly good, Mm -hmm. but that's a really good, quick way of doing it.
1: Yeah, so you could have robertganhenny.to slash and then the name of the event, but in like one word, four letters, something like that, or the initials of the event and that makes it really quick. So you can do URLs, but don't be sending them to your website slash something slash something. Like, don't be going bananas with all that sort of stuff the second one and this is one of my favorites i use this a lot when i'm when i'm speaking on my own we use it must be together is to put up a big qr code on the screen so put the qr code which is that sort of square barcode looking thing and, uh, and and get everyone to take a photo of it with their uh with their with their phone these and these days people don't even need i didn't know this till dead recently by the way people don't even need a special app most of the time to scan a QR code. These days, if you just unlock your camera, your regular camera on your phone and point it towards a QR code, the camera will go, oh, that's a QR code and it will forward them to where they need to be.
0: So I'm actually ahead of my time. I want you to know this. When QR codes first came out, I didn't realise you needed a special app. So I was just like going around with my camera trying to scan QR codes and you couldn't do that then. It didn't work. So I was going around going, well, these QR code things are crap. They don't work. They don't work. I was just ahead of my time. That's what was happening. Is that I was, why improved most of QR your
1: Instagram feeds it's just QR codes. (laughs) That's
0: what it was, yeah. (laughs) A third one you can do here, and I think this is probably one of the, we have an on and off love-hate relationship with the idea of Facebook Messenger bots, but I think this is one of the best usages of Facebook Messenger that there is, because it's such an easy way for somebody to engage with your business request a thing and as part of that you can say if you want if you want to just drop me your email address below and you'll also get onto my email list and what is what's quite nice about it is you're not holding the thing that you're going to give them hostage you're not forcing them to give you their email address in order to get it you can literally say would you like this thing for free and People click the Facebook Messenger button. They are now on your Facebook Messenger list is the first step, and they get the thing sent to you. Sorry, sent to them there and then in Facebook Messenger. And then immediately a message pops up that says, also, would you like to join my VIP daily email list where I send out brand new tips, stories, advice, tricks, ideas to help you with your thing? And loads and loads and loads of people say yes. Yes. And it even pre-fills their email address in for them if that's the one they use. And if it isn't, they can go ahead and type a better one. So I think Facebook Messenger, I think this is one of the best usages that there is for that.
1: Yeah. A bit more old school, but sort of new at the same time, is to use SMS. If you can get, like, a, a text message, 675. I don't know how many digit numbers. We don't use, we do not do this one, but it's popular. I've seen it at a lot of events where you take your phone out. You say, you take your phone out, text this word, and, uh, to this number or this word and your email address to this number and it will send you a reply with the document attached or as a, as a, as a multimedia message or it will email it to you so there's some technology you can use there.
0: Our friends Joe and Matt over at Hustle & Flowchart, they actually allow you to text in order to get their show notes for their podcasts. Right. I think the SMS thing is probably uh, is an overlooked. It's become so old, it's new. I think, so. uh, I think it is I think it is somewhat overlooked.
1: Another yeah, one that I really sure. like um, is, is, and I really like this one, is to email you. So you say, hey, if you want the notes on this, and you just set up an email address, and this is really simple to do. Let's say you're going to do this in Gmail, right? You set up an email account, so an alias of your Gmail account, which is like... Notes or, or, or whatever, you know, notes or cheat sheet at robinkennedy.com. And all you do is when somebody emails that, you set your out of office up for that email address and it says, Hiya, thanks so much for getting asking for my notes. And you just include the link to the notes there. So they can all be emailing you from their phones, whether they're listening in the car or they're watching you on screen or they're watching you live in the room, they can email you and your email out of office autoresponder will will come back to them straight away with the thing attached, which is lovely. And depending on your email marketing platform and how that's all set up, you can do it through that. So they end up on your list, of course, make sure you've got permission, you do all the stuff to do with that. Not gonna go into permission-based marketing stuff here, but I think you get the idea. So it's quite nice in that they get to email you and it comes straight back. Sock.
0: Mm. One of the things you can also do here is just to make sure, and you should definitely do this anyway, by the way, is to make sure that your primary social media handle is on the bottom of all of your slides. So for us, that would probably be Twitter right now, Rob and Kennedy on Twitter. We'd have Rob and Kennedy in the little tweet bird icon thing on the bottom of our slides. Mm. And of course, when somebody goes to your Twitter profile, your Instagram profile, whatever your social media platform of choice is, they should also be able to click a button and get straight onto your list and explore everything else that you're doing anyway. So as a side thing, even if you don't want to have a link on every single slide, then you might just want to, and and you're going to save your pitch to join your list until the end. You might just want to have your social media thing on every slide. We've definitely seen events where people are watching a presentation and the minute they see somebody's social media handle, they go and have a look during the presentation. They're like, check out what this person's like in real life or on Twitter or on Instagram or whatever. So I think that's a really cool way to do it as well. Just as an aside, stick that on there. And I think in every, in everything we do in business, there are slow movers, medium movers, and fast movers. The fast movers are the people who just want to grab everything you've got and they want it as fast as possible that's me then there's media movers who like take a bit of time over it then there's the really slow movers who really need to be seduced and all the rest of it so for the people who are not going to join your list there and then at least get them on the social media and then you can nudge them towards your email list later and you know that if you follow our world at all that's what social media is for
1: right one of my favorite things to do is whenever we're on we're on stage or if we're speaking at a virtual event where there's people live. This is not for like when you're doing a recording of a training and somebody else's membership or something like that. But this is like if there's people live and their faces are on the screen or their their beautiful faces are in the room with you, is we'll take either a screenshot of them on like the Zoom or whatever, or we'll do a selfie from the stage. And then what we do is we tell everybody, hey, we're going to take a quick self selfie, everybody smile. we we'll take the shot, we we'll take the screenshot, whatever. And then we say, great. And then, why, and then what we do is we upload that to our social media. We're looking at, there's two of us, so it's often while the other one's speaking, the other person who's not speaking, will upload it there and then. And then we ask everyone to go find it and Tag yourself in it. What's really nice about when people go on, on their social media and they start tagging themselves in a picture is that increases your reach. But of course, within the description of that photo, you say it was really awesome. to. It's awesome to be on stage right now at this event or it's really good to be delivering this presentation to this group online, whatever. By the way, here's the link to get the notes on or the worksheet on or the cheat sheet on, and then put the link right there. So they're now engaging in a sort of softer way. You're not saying, hey, when you go and tag yourself, also click on the link. That's going to happen a little bit more passively. It's
0: very, very cool. The other thing you can do, of course, is to vlog this entire process. And this is something I watched Kennedy do with Glee recently uh, when you got your little camera phone out and you got your little, what do you call that thing? It's a gimbal the gimbal thing that makes it all nice and steady. And actually we did a really good job of vlogging an event where you vlog the, you know, the walking to it and going in and the experience and maybe some shots of the audience coming in and some shots of the audience booing you off the stage, you know, everything that happens at these events. Yeah. Thank you. Or is that just us? Uh, You can vlog the entire thing. And of course that creates really, really great content as well. Big fan of doing that.
1: Massive, yeah, it's, it's a really good way of getting people, again, engaged. You, you tell them at the end of the presentation, we're vlogging the whole thing. The video will be up tomorrow. Go like the page or join our list and we'll be emailing the video out. Here's where you go for that. So another great, really compelling reason to do it. Other thing to do is to give stuff away that has links to what you do on it. So it might be a link to your social media or it might be your your vanity URL. You can give things like stickers. We give away stickers like those laptops and stuff like that so it's really lovely when you go into a room of people that you're talking to and they've all got like response sweet stickers and stuff on their laptops give away key rings or pins and that sort of thing again that gets people excited it gets to connect with your brand and much more likely to come and join your list
0: very, very cool. Now, of course, the, the key thing for all of this to take away is whilst there's loads and loads of different strategies and things that you can do, I think our big lesson in all of this is to use speaking and being in other people's platforms and being inside other people's content as a list building method, if you're not already. Like we've given you some really good strategies that enable you to do that and make it easy and make it really natural, make it a natural thing to do so it doesn't feel like icky and weird as we said at the beginning. And so this is really, really powerful. Make sure, because the truth is is, if if you don't go out and start making this happen, it's unlikely to happen for you. Asking somebody to record some content and do a training or do a live thing for your audience is actually feels quite a daunting thing to ask. You feel like you're asking a lot of somebody, even though everybody should be doing it. Everybody should be saying yes to every request you get like that. Uh, And so every time somebody comes to us and says, would you like to do this thing? As long as they've got an audience and those people are going to see the thing and we know they're serious, we'll happily do it for them. And so I think you have to start that process by going and putting yourself out in front of them and making the offer to do it rather than waiting to be asked. That's really, really important. And there's a bunch of different ways, as you now know, that you can take this and start actually using it in order to build your list.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I would absolutely love to know how you're going to implement this, how every single one of our listeners is going to implement this. Where are you going to go and speak? Is it going to be live on stage? Is it going to be at virtual events? Is it going to be in people's Facebook groups? Is it going to be in their memberships? Where do you plan on implementing this? Or Are you afraid of doing this? Or maybe you're thinking, well, where does somebody like me actually go and find those types of things so what are your questions we really want to know what your questions are and also if you know if you've got the answers come and share those that would help us that would help lots of other people who are sort of a bit stuck with it come and let us know in our facebook group it's totally free to join that's where we continue conversing about everything related to the podcast email marketing and uh, and being an entrepreneur over at robandkennedy.group literally open a browser go to robandkennedy.group that will forward you over to the facebook group so now it's time for subject line of the week
0: subject line of the week
1: so this week's subject line of the week is we really
0: struggled with this dot 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 worked really really well and actually it was just showing a bit of vulnerability i think the email the point of the email was talking about there's this there's this classic marketing thing that everyone has to do and actually you know what we found it really hard like we're good at this email marketing thing but this bit we found that really hard and actually what we've done is we've used email marketing to help us solve that problem faster that was the point of the email and so actually i think we we often look for opportunities to show the things we're not good at and show vulnerability and sort of that happens in every in every walk of what we do it means taking the mickey out of ourselves and saying that we're not good at this or we're not cool or we're just nerdy and geeky and all the rest of it because uh, that's just who we are that is our character that is our personality in real life and so yeah i think any opportunity to show vulnerability is great so we we, we really struggle with this dot dot dot. of course it has a smack of curiosity about it as well people want to know well what did you struggle with uh, so that one is this week's subject, subject line of the week. week subject line of the, of the week,
1: week. you know what i like about that as well as it allows the reader to maybe think hmm i wonder if i'm better at something than mm. you <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah like or it's, equally
0: it's, do I have the same struggle is this something that I also struggle with
1: and you can read into that whatever you'd like really Connie, it's a really good one it's a really really good one so if you haven't already make sure you do not miss out on an episode of the show we know you're loving it thank you so much for all the feedback thank you for all of the reviews on we're going to start reading out reviews actually from uh, from Apple podcasts and everywhere else we're going to start doing that again because we've done it a few times we're definitely going to start doing that again so make sure you get yours in so we can read it out include your business name and your website and your review honestly we'll read it out if it's part of the review, we will read it out and it would really help us to spread the word and feel good about it so uh, drop over smash subscribe that'll be really good because that helps us to get more reach and secondly leave us a review five stars would be absolutely lovely of you and uh, thank you so much for listening again
0: see you soon